Welcome to God's Watchmen. Thank you for tuning in tonight. If you're a new listener and don't know where to find us, you can check us out at godswatchmen.com. That is godswatchmenmen.com. So thank you for tuning in. Tonight we have something a little different. It's going to be fun. And we thought it would be very great for you guys to hear what it is like for a kid to serve Jesus and how she sees Jesus in her everyday life. As the scripture says, Jesus loves his little children. Mark 10, 13 to 16 says, One day some parents brought their children to Jesus so he could teach and bless them. But the disciples scolded the parents for bothering him. When Jesus saw what was happening, he was angry with his disciples. He said to them, Let the children come to me. Don't stop them, for the kingdom of God belongs to those who are like these children. I tell you the truth, anyone who doesn't receive the kingdom of God like a child will never enter it. Then he took the children in his arms and placed his hands on their heads and blessed them. So tonight we have a very special guest. She is a joy to be around. She is very smart. She's funny. She loves to laugh, and she'll get you to laugh, and she loves the Lord. So let's welcome Jesse. Thank you, Jesse, for coming and we are super excited to hear your story. So, would you say hi? Hi. <laughs> so, Jesse, tell me, how old are you? Eleven. You're eleven. All right. For eleven-year-old, tell me a joke. Okay. What's Beethoven's favorite fruit? Beethoven's favorite fruit. Oh, I'm not really sure what. Banana. Really? Uh, <laughs> really? <laughs> that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's like a good that. one. Yeah, that is a good and one. And how'd that go? Banana. Banana. <laughs> All right. So, Jesse, what what is your life like for a kid your age? What does a eleven year old do these days? It was a good twenty years for me. Um. I don't know. It's always exciting, and God's always teaching you something new, even when you don't realize it. And then randomly, you're like, oh, I was probably supposed to learn that. Mm. What are you learning these days? Um, Patience and to let God handle it. Patience? Wow. What can you teach me about some patience? Uh, You have to shut your mouth sometimes and let God do the talking. Oh, yeah? How are you, how's he teaching you through that? Uh, it was a situation where I felt like the more I said, the more bad it would get. And so I was just like, okay, okay. Oh. <laughs> All right. So basically what you're saying is surrender. Mm. That's not a bad thing. Not a bad thing. Yeah. I'm sure your parents are pretty proud of you, huh? Mm, you'll have to ask them. <laughs> Well, your mom's right behind us, and she's shaking her head, uh-huh, uh-huh. I would hope so. Yeah. So I mean, me personally, I, I happen to know the whole family, and I've watched yeah. her grow in her walk with the Lord and the responsibilities that she's been given. So I, it's a joy to be on the outside looking in mm-hmm. on what she's doing, and I think it's very commendable because most kids her age really don't want anything to do with the church. And here she is, a, a really good, shining example of what it really means to serve without being pressured. Yeah. From the day I met her, she always was trying to get you to sing <laughs> or asking you something about God. And I 
had no idea who who this girl was, but it was a joy. So Jesse, what what are the things you like to do? What what, what hobbies do you have? Uh, I like to play the piano and I like to draw. Mm. And this might sound weird. I like to do barn work. Barn work. Yeah. So piano, drawing, and barn work. All right. How? So that Beethoven joke was really. <laughs> Ah, I get it now. You like piano. You listen to his work. Oh, you gonna? I wish we had a piano right here so you could. <clears throat> I'm gonna ask for a drawing for next Wednesday. Give me your oh boy best drawing you got. Okay. All right. Draw me bait. Uh, I was thinking of the movie Beethoven right there. Oh yeah, I remember the, that. The uh, Amadeus. Saint Bernard. You ever? See that movie? Oh, oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Anyways, barn work. What what kind of barn work? Uh, grooming and tacking horses, mucking stalls, stuff like that. Yeah. Do you still uh, raise rabbits? Yes, we have eight rabbits right now. Do you uh, name them? Most, yes. You do name them. Yes. Who does the slaughtering? My dad. And then my mom and I butcher. Okay. So let me get this straight. You name your food. <laughs> yes. All right. Okay. That's cool. Like Just to wanted to them, know. We like to name them Taco or Midnight Snack. Taco or Midnight. That's just so wrong. <laughs> <laughs> they make great tacos. I, I remember this was about two years ago. There were some guys in U-Turn that thought eating rabbit meat was really weird and they had come over to your house to help do some work and they had like some kind of chili or some kind of soup with rabbit in it and they said it was all good and you said that was rabbit. Tastes like chicken. Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> it they really were, does. They were totally shocked. Yeah. And you thought it was funny. Yeah, it is. Every time we tell somebody, you just ate a rabbit, they're like, oh. <laughs> and it's just funny each time. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you said you mess with horses? Yeah. Explain that. Uh, Do you have your own horse? No. No. <laughs> so we volunteer at a place called Catra for um, riders with disabilities. Mm. Um, we're out there three times a week on Mondays and Wednesdays, and then I ride on Saturdays. So you volunteer there? Yes. Do you love doing it? What do you like the most about it? Um, even when you're not riding a therapy horse, being around them just brings me joy. And so it's like I'm getting therapy each time I go. Yeah. Do you experience Jesus there? Yes. I say that horses are angels from God in horse hair. Okay. That brings comfort. Yeah. The Lord's ministering to you in a way, huh? And in the spring when they shed a lot, it's a lot of horse hair. Ooh, <laughs> a lot of horse hair. <laughs> Tell me something. What's it like stepping outside of yourself, helping people with disabilities? Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know. It's scary at times. Like, am I gonna mess up? And am I gonna make them mad or something? But you just kind of have to remember you're not. They love seeing your face. There's one we hadn't seen in months and 
when she saw me, she's like, hi, Chelsea, and got excited. It was awesome. But, like, people think, oh, they're, they have a disability. They're not that important. But I think that they're more important because they have a better understanding of things that we can't understand. Mm. And you can always pray for them. But you like to spend time with them. That's I'm so Jesus. <laughs> yeah. When you think about that, that's just so Jesus because he spent time with people. He didn't just push them to the side. He spent time, and that's what he's reflecting in you. And that's I think that's really cool. That's yeah. really cool. Yeah. The mercy, the compassion you have for them is beautiful. Yeah. So Jesse, uh, what do you? Where do you go to school? Uh, I don't. I'm homeschooled. You're homeschooled. Your teacher isn't mean, is she? Depends. Oh, <laughs> Don't worry, you can tell us the truth. <laughs> yeah, but my teacher's right behind me. <laughs> oh, didn't notice her in the room. <laughs> so, you're homeschooled. What do you, uh, I don't even know what it's like to be homeschooled. How's your school like? Um, some kids say that they're homeschooled, they're cyber schooled. Mm-hmm. Um, Technically, I am homeschooled, so I do part of it on the computer, and I also do part of it, like, book work. Okay. So, it's different each day. Some days, um, like, the days that we go out to the barn, I often don't do school and count that as my school. You're getting real-world training. Yeah. Making relationships, doing what's hard. Yeah, I could count change when I was six. You could count yeah. change. Mm. I have a question. <laughs> it was funny. How, how do you have somebody that's homeschooled with you? Do you, I mean, how does that work so far? Do you have friends? You know, because most people go to school, they have friends. So how mm. does that? Um, we started out going to a homeschool co-op, so it's all homeschoolers, and I got a awesome friend base from that. Oh hey, what do you and your friends do? Weird stuff. Weird stuff. We, we like to walk around um, at my grandparents. We like to climb their trees and um, we'll hide next to their barn and then run through the pastures and like race through them and stuff. Yeah. You can just have fun. Yeah. And we have a pool up bar in our basement that we do flips and stuff on. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So fun. you're an acrobat. Well, or a I, gymnast. Haven't, I haven't jumped off them yet. So. Don't know if it really counts. All right. So that's good. You get to hang out with your friends, get to have fun, run around, be free, do things what children do. (laughs) Uh, So my next question, Jesse, is who is Jesus to you? Okay. So I thought about this a lot and had no clue what I was going to say. And the best thing I could come up with is combine your best friend and your dad times three. So like... He's Mm. more than a dad, but he's more than a best friend. But I also think of him, like, I feel like when people think of God, they think of this awesome guy in the sky, but he's my friend, Mm -hmm. Um, which is the best way I can explain it. But he's more than a friend at the same time, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Yeah. You know you can go to him and count on him and you spend time with him, right? Yeah. I know he won't gossip about me behind my back, so. Ah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, at what age did you really start to realize Jesus is real and alive 
and he is real to you? Um, seven or eight. I seven think or eight? I was in the second grade class when we came to Calvary. That was very impactful on me. Yeah. Do you remember anything that stuck, that grabbed your attention, was like, yes, um, Jesus is real? Um, what I noticed was I, when, like, when I was little, I started out in a, uh, I forget what it's called, but, like, you wear a pretty dress, you worship, and then you go get told the Bible story Mm. for the day, and then you go home. Well, this was very different for me, because there were people, like, they didn't all wear big poofy dresses, they didn't all wear like, the most beautiful, extravagant thing they had. It was mm-hmm. more real, more, I guess, people were more willing to open up and talk about God, not just, I come here so that I can say I'm a Christian. Mm-hmm. Be be who you are. Yeah. Okay. I think that's what I like about Pastor Tom, because he wears blue jeans and... <laughs> tennis shoes sometimes you know or monday night teaching he's wearing shorts during the summer you know he's just who he is that's that's the way it should be come as you are and i'm sure with that experience you can welcome anybody you encounter out there as into a relationship with jesus it doesn't keep you um i can't even think of that word i'm drawing a brain fart you're not so constrained to tradition yeah. It allow being here allows you to step outside of mm-hmm. the traditions or the norms that everybody else that you're, yeah. you're there's some freedom here. Yeah. And I'll I often catch myself, I'll look at people and I'll be like, Oh, I don't like them and then I'm like, Wait a second, you've never met them before. Go talk to them. Mm. So then I'll often try to push myself out of my comfort zone. Cause I don't like uh, walking up to people and being like, hi, because it's always awkward and sometimes I don't like it. So I always push myself and I usually get good relationships out of doing that. And through that, you're learning to trust the Holy Spirit guiding you, huh? Yeah. All right. All right. So how do you see Jesus through your parents? Um, They're always willing to jump in and do what they can. And when making big decisions that I wouldn't even think to include God in, because like, oh, God wouldn't care about that. They're always seeking his will. Yeah. Awesome. And as you watch them and follow them, you're seeing more of an image of Christ that is more real from what you read in the scriptures, right? Yeah. You, You like to read? Uh, no. No. I don't like to read, no. But you know the stories. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Do you uh, memorize verses? If you ask Curtis, no. But usually, yeah. Yeah. You've been trying to stick up, I mean, Try. keep up with the weekly? Yeah. I often forget to even look at the little verse booklets that we have. Mm-hmm. And then I only think of it when I walk in the classroom on Sunday morning, I'm like, oh, I was supposed to memorize. Oops. Ooh, I'm telling. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone already knows anyway. Yeah, you're you're a kid having fun. You get busy, huh? Well, that's a good excuse for now. Yeah. Yeah. But you're trying. Yeah. You one great thing that you have said, you like to get yourself out of the comfort zone and actually 
applying the things that you have been learning. Yeah. Right. Leading to, oh, you at 11 years old, you can recognize that, wow, I thought that person is weird or uh, what's wrong with them. And you can catch yourselves knowing that that is wrong and instead change your attitude and go ask them, how can I help you? Yeah. There was a little girl I knew one time right that was riding horses and her grandpa was talking and he said she's all the fruits of the spirit she was nonverbal mm. um and couldn't really express herself but she was all the fruits of the spirit mm. and after i heard him say that i thought about it and i'm like she is she's so loving and compassionate and the self-control part she might have a hard time with but other than that, she's all the fruits of the spirit, and it's amazing. Yeah, that's that's amazing that you can see that and recognize that. Yeah, Jesus is awesome. Uh, what do you like doing with your family? Uh, we like to play card games, and I like to go hiking, and we go camping. Well, glamping, our glamorous camper. Glamping. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. Now I know this family. And they're always calling me bougie. <laughs> so now that I know the secret that they go glamping. So glamping. What is glamping? Uh, It's camping, but we're in a camper. Yeah. Bougie. Let me tell you. I'm not mad at you, though. Hey, that's what I would do. I don't want to be in a tent. <laughs> Things crawl on you, bro. I know. You, you yeah, spy. we went backpacking, and I was sick. The, like, I, the water pack in my backpack... Got like stuff got squished on it, so I couldn't get to the water. So I thought I had finished my whole pack. So I'm like, oh wow, that's like a gallon of water. I'm probably good for the day, right? Well, I was sick the next morning from dehydration. And that was not fun. Mm. Where's the favorite? Where's your favorite place that you camped? Um, I don't know. I like to go to the beach. We went to Tennessee the mm. other year. That was fun. Okay. And we stay. We went once, and we're going again in a couple of days, actually, to the Great Wolf Lodge, which is so fun. I don't know what Can that I is. go? Please, take me away. No. You're paying. Yeah, I, I'm good. Sure. I'll stay home. <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember as a little kid, I loved camping. I still like, like to go camping today. Camping out on the river, but I use a tent. I never even heard of glamping until, I don't know, a year ago. But I get it. Surprisingly enough, I did like camping because I was a Boy Scout, so you had to sleep in a tent. And in the military, you sleep in a tent. But, yeah, if I can avoid things in the night that want to crawl on me (laughs) and find that warm spot, no. (laughs) What do you like about camping the most? Um... Often when we go camping, there's no Wi-Fi unless you walk to the Wi-Fi pole. Uh, so I like that we're kind of disconnected and, but we, we as a family can reconnect because we've been disconnected. Mm. You realize the electronics in your everyday life or the busyness can disconnect you. When we go camping, there's nothing to do but be together. So you kind of have to grow together. You get all squishy. Yeah. (laughs) Get close. Except for with my brother. We talk, he doesn't like that I talk too much at night. So he moves out to the couch every night when we go camping. Yeah. Let me guess when you got when you play cards, are you always the winner? Usually. Usually? Yeah. 
You don't cheat, do you? No. What? No. I don't cheat. No. You can take losing if you lose, right? Uh, there's a couple yells, but yeah. <laughs> you yell? Oh, I don't. I'm I like, don't see cheated, that. I'm like, you cheated, Tyler. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you a secret. I'm very competitive, but I can be a sore loser. It's not a secret anymore. This is on a podcast edition. <laughs> yeah, now the whole world knows I'm exposed. Yeah, we're going to keep her around. I like her. <laughs> yeah, she'd be... You need a part two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so how much does that mean to you, spending time with your family? How? Uh, It's a big blessing. We're well. My dad works during the day, and then we're often busy during the evenings and afternoons. Um, and my brother, I don't see him much. So when we get to spend like quality family time, it's a huge blessing and super fun, and I love it. Yeah, you sense that love. Yeah. Yeah. You know you're loved. Yeah, definitely. So, uh, how would you say you served Jesus as a kid your your age? Um, I think evangelizing. Mm. Um, like if you go to public school, definitely. Um, something that I do is when I hang out with friends that aren't Christians, I have like Bible verses scattered throughout my room. Mm. So, see, you do know them. <laughs> Well, well, <laughs> um, that's another thing I do, and I serve third service in the nursery. In the nursery. Yeah, and I sub I substitute for like some of the younger grades as a helper teacher sometimes. Yeah, I've seen you as security sometimes. I've yeah, seen you I do, do check in sometimes. Yeah, if you ever see Jesse at the door and she says she's security, you better run. She will protect. So I got a question. So let's say I'm a kid that's never heard about Jesus. Hmm. Give me an example right now how you would introduce the gospel to me. Okay, so I got a new neighbor a couple years ago, and she would ask me a question not related to God, and I'd be... And I would twist it with my answer to turn it into a God question <laughs> and, like, force the Lord onto her. Um, and then later she called herself a Christian without kind of thinking. It just came naturally. And I was like, yeah, uh-huh, to what she was actually talking about. But in my head I'm like, yeah, yes, we did it, Lord. <laughs> yeah, that's good. So you, you like sharing Jesus with yes. your friends that don't know him? Yeah. Is it easy? Um, Sometimes no, but other times you just know, like, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. And it comes from being able to get out of your comfort zone, huh? Probably. <laughs> That's great. Clearly she's doing Matthew 28, make disciples of the nations, and the only way you can do that is they have to be introduced to the gospel. And she's being wise with how she's bringing it across, yeah. too. You're pretty smart. But Isn't it, there a verse like, how can they hear if they have not heard or something? Or like, how can they know if they have mm -hmm. not heard? 
Yeah. It's beautiful that you can definitely, from you telling us that it sounds that you follow the Holy Spirit to share Jesus with the people you encounter. Yeah. And it's fun. Yeah. It's it's fun, huh? Yeah. I keep, yeah. I forget what I was going to say. Do you ever talk to the rabbits? Oh, yeah, constantly. <laughs> what Bef- else am I supposed to do? Before they turn into food? <laughs> oh, yeah, all the time. Yeah. Well, that's not odd because David sang to the sheep. Yeah. Wait, he what? sang praise and worship to the sheep. Yeah, he he played the lyre. I'll be, I'll be taking care of the rabbits, and I'll be like, Shelby's coming round now. Let's hear it. <laughs> what? I want to I want to hear your song. She'll be coming round the mountain when she comes. She'll be coming round the mountain when she comes. Come on, rabbits, let's do this. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> and the rabbits are sitting there going, "We know what the deal is. <laughs> we know what's going to happen, but I kind of like the song." <laughs> <laughs> My one rabbit, um she's cage protective, so basically if I go into her cage to feed her, She'll grunt and scream. Mm. It's very strange. Do you but think it's because? <laughs> I wonder if she's like, "Don't sing again." That's what I was going to say. <laughs> but you continue to do it, huh? Yeah, it's it's probably because she broke her leg, and she doesn't want to get killed. But you know what? <laughs> yeah. That's. Poor rabbit. <laughs> she broke her leg. She has no choice but to sit there and go, I have to listen to the human again. <laughs> well. Yeah, I go down in the mornings, and I'll play music on my phone or something, and I can just imagine the rabbits in their brains slapping their foreheads like, oh, boy, no, not again. Like, I know I'm out of food, but not again. <laughs> you love singing. Yes. Do you got a, a favorite song? Um, I have two. What are they? It's Build a Boat, I think it's by Colt Dixon, and Living Water by Ann Wilson. Hmm. Do you know them? Oh, no, I think I know what's coming. What? Yes. What? Would we do something like that to you? Yes, you would. Why, yes. <laughs> yes, we would. <laughs> we just wanted to hear your beautiful voice sing. Nah. Just, just a smidge? Just, just a little bit? We know you like to sing. Fine. <laughs> All right. Come on down to the living water. Come down to the living water and rise up new. Well, all righty. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. I had chills go down my back. At the Why? Because it was so bad or good? No, you got a beautiful yeah. voice. Yeah. Great voice. Yeah. It's yeah. only some songs I've noticed, though. Like, I can sing some songs pretty good, and then other songs I'm like, oh, that was bad. Don't do that again. Here's the thing. Practice. God always thinks your voice is beautiful when you're singing in praise. Yeah. Let's uh, keep talking. Because I can't hold a note. I'm going to find I mean, I sound like nails going over a chalkboard. <laughs> I can't sing. They say uh, if you smile, you'll hold a note better. Yeah, I've try, tried that try too. What if you don't know how to smile? Then you're a lot like my brother. 
Nobody seen my sm- my face over here trying to smile. Oh yeah, that's not pretty. You don't want to see yeah, it. You don't I look like it. Donkey off a of Shrek. Yes, <laughs> I can agree. No, to you that. look like Shrek. Oh, <laughs> I like her. Can we keep her? Yeah. So Psalms thirty three, one to three says, "Let the godly sing for joy to the Lord. It is fitting for the pure to praise Him. Praise the Lord with melodies on the lyre." I don't even know if I said that right. Make music for him on the ten-stringed harp. Sing a new song of praise to him. Play skillfully on the harp and sing with joy. For the word of the Lord holds true, and we can trust everything he does. Hmm. Yeah. Just keep singing praise. That's what you do. That's you know, that's a good thing. Never stop. Never stop. I'm pretty sure my rabbits think it's a circus and want me to stop. So my rabbits, if they, if I play this while I'm taking care of the rabbits, my rabbits can be like, "No, why will you encourage her? No." Hey, by the sound of your voice, I mean, you could be leading children's worship. Mm-hmm. Mm, that's iffy, but okay. <laughs> hey, you I think you could? You you said you like to get out of your comfort zone. Oh. Oh, great. My words used against me. No, that's for encouragement. <laughs> no, I'm going to use them against her because I know her. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> she would use our words against us, huh? True. Yes. She already has. Yes. I've done it. Yes. Yeah. That's where the whole bougie thing started. <laughs> yes. It actually is. With her mom, who is sitting right behind her. <laughs> She's always going, Jones, you're just bougie. Yeah, well, okay, sure. With his bougie watches. <laughs> So, uh, Jesse, we all can have fears in our life. How has uh, Jesus helped you conquer some of your fears you may have? I know there was a time you told me you were scared of the dark. I don't know if you are still not scared of the dark, but I remember I shared something with you in, I don't know, a couple weeks or a month well, or so go what by. what you said, Austin, was that you <laughs> it was that you want me to go home. I forget what it's. And then not be afraid of the dark anymore and run down the hall to talk to you next week and you want me to say that I'm not afraid of the dark anymore. Mm. And guess what happened? What? I ran down well, I actually waited for for you to go into the classroom and then I ran into the room and I'm like, "Austin." <laughs> yeah. But so it- I was going to say, it's always good when you can conquer a fear. Because even in darkness, we don't have to fear. We have Christ with us. That's our light. That is our light. I've noticed when I go down to close up the rabbit barn doors, um, it'll be dark and quiet, and I don't like that because I don't know, like, what's around me. Mm -hmm. Um, And I've noticed I'll get scared, and then I'll start singing, like, worship songs or whatever, and Mm. then I won't feel scared anymore. But then I'll stop, and I'll be like, oh, my gosh, who's behind me? (laughs) Hey, that's awesome that you feel the peace of the Lord Mm. singing his songs in the dark. I'll share one of my fears. Not now, but (laughs) when I was a a 12, 13, 14, going hunting, it still lasted till I was, I don't know, for a while. In the dark, deer season, going with my dad in the woods. I was always petrified of the dark. Don't know why. I couldn't tell you why. I remember always taking trash out and running because I'd always wait till dark. Yeah. And you'd have a rifle 
And as soon as my dad would go to his spot, I'd still be terrified. Yeah. And it wasn't until I came to Christ that the fear of the dark went away. Yeah. And that was 26, 27 years old. I used to turn on every light in the house just to go upstairs because I didn't like having light, the darkness behind me. Mm-hmm. So I would just turn on every light, and then my mother would tell me, you need to go down and turn off the lights. I'm not, I'm not doing that. No, <laughs> yeah. not doing that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not doing that. She's like, boy, if you don't get that up, mm, nope. <laughs> yeah. At my grandma's house, I'll sleep over sometimes. And her house isn't even that big, but... The doors will have been locked for maybe like half an hour as we get ready for bed and try to calm down and stuff. Um, and so I'll go out and get a glass of water and it'll be dark. And I will walk back the hall backwards because I don't like the hallway will be lit up, but the rest is still light. And I'm like, or the rest is still dark. And mm-hmm. I'm like, nope, not today. <laughs> yeah. Do you have any favorite verses? Yes, it's Joshua 1 9. Be strong and courageous, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Hmm. You realize we just trapped her. Well, I can't remember the, some of the verses. <laughs> oh, well, somebody. Well, just guess go- what? Guess what? what? I know John 3 16. What? what? I, I know verses. Let's hear it. <laughs> oh, Let's just start rattling them off. Um, I don't know where all they're found, but I know the verse part. Go. Do not or walk along or do not walk with the shadow of death, but walk along the light or like do not walk in the valley of darkness or something. Psalms twenty three. We just put her on the spot and now that's the best I can do. Yeah. Uh, I know John three sixteen and John three seventeen. You wanna state it? Okay. So John three sixteen is for God so loved the world, he gave his only son. <laughs> you guys are making me nervous. You're just staring. Do you, do you want us to look the other way? <laughs> no. <All right>. <laughs> <laughs> okay, anytime. <laughs> We're looking the other way. <laughs> hey, what's that on the ceiling right there? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Here's the thing. You know, an important thing that I think me and Austin were taught it's good to know scripture. And we should memorize scripture. But the one thing I've always remembered is someone told me, it doesn't matter how much you know. People just want to know how much you care. And we can see that you're a type of person that cares for others you're, with your willingness to step out of your comfort zone. Yeah. That says a lot about you. Okay. <laughs> so I'm ready now, <laughs> You're ready? So it's John 3.16. For God so loved the world, he gave his only son, that whoever shall believe in him shall not perish but have eternal life. And John 3.17 is, for he sent his son not to condemn the world but to save it. Mm. Now, can you share the gospel with us for those that are listening? Look up the Romans road in your Bible. (laughs) Look up the Romans road. (laughs) What did Jesus do for us? He died, so he paid a very, very painful price so that we did not have to, even though we deserve it. I think what gets me is the insightfulness of this young lady. Mm. 
I've listened to many of kids, but listening to her, you see where her heart is. Yeah. And that's not something that a parent can take full responsibility for. That's that's all Christ. You you see her heart. You see the heart of Christ in her. And I think just sitting here in a room with her is a, a huge blessing. It really is. And that's that's an incredible thing to, to experience right now. Yeah. She's gonna be a little evangelist that she oh, already yeah. is as she grows. Don't lose that. Yeah. Jesus loves you dearly. He loves you so much. And he loves the little children. So, Jesse, before we close, I'd like to hear, what is your dream? What is your dream that you would love to do for Jesus? Or big dream. You know, Pastor Tom here at Calvary is a tells us, you know, to dream big. Yeah. For the Lord and then walk in the open doors and stop at the closed doors. Yeah, I think it's another question I thought about a lot. Mm-hmm. Um Honestly, I think if I just continue to show God's love and just to continue to walk and grow with and through him, I think like being like when you have a lamp on in a dark room even if it doesn't completely light up the whole room there's still impact on everything so i think being even just a little bit of light in a little or in a big world can make all the difference amen but in the meantime as you're sharing jesus you're going to continue to draw run around in the fields <laughs> play hide and seek hang out with your friends um do barn work. <laughs> slaughter, I almost said chickens, but slaughter rabbits. And make tacos. And make tacos. With the dead rabbits. Yeah. So thank you, Jesse, for sharing a little bit of your perspective of Jesus in your life and how God truly works through the children. Yeah. And to hear your your side on it. So really thank you for stepping up and doing something that made you probably very uncomfortable and very yeah, when nervous. When you asked me if I wanted to do it, I'm like, say no, say no. I mean, say yes. Say no. Well, I remember I asked you a couple months ago yeah. before Christmas, and then you came up and you said, can we do that? I'm ready now. And then, and then got... I'm like, wait, no, I'm not. Why did I say that? Yeah, so I really thank you for coming out, and I, I hope that this is a blessing for those that are listening and share it with other children to, to hear that, your child can be serving Christ today. It, Jesus isn't for somebody that's 20, 25, 30, 40, 50. Jesus is for anybody who believes. Yeah. More importantly, he's for anybody that has a willingness. Yeah. That's the the key is that mm-hmm. willingness to listen, you know, and he says out of the mouth of babes a truth is going to be real and She's about as real as you can get. She's bringing truth of Christ in her life. That's 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 real. All right. Continue pressing in. Continue praying for your friends. Continue sharing Jesus. Continue staying close to him, praying and sharing that love that you have. And continue to be bold, strong, and courageous.
bold, strong, and courageous as Joshua was <laughs> instructed by the Lord. So uh, did you want to close us out in prayer? What's that one? Oh, no. Yeah. Father God, we want to thank you for this time, Lord, and just uh, what an awesome, awesome thing to see you working in such a youngster's life, Lord. And we so readily use the term child, but clearly she is not just a child. She is what you've made her to be, a vessel for your goodness, for your for your purpose, for your will. I just pray, Lord, that your Holy Spirit continues to anoint her, and that as she grows, her voice grows stronger for you, Lord, to to the furtherance of your kingdom. And we just mm-hmm. thank you. And also want to thank you for her mother for raising her child in the way she should go. That's an awesome thing too, Lord, to see. And I've, we both have had the privilege of seeing this, Father, and we just thank you for it. And we praise you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.